look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Lifestyle matters. It's more than money. I'm Faisal Carmelli, my co-host here, Dave Popwich. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, Faisal. You? Good, good. You know, if you might be an executor of a will someday, don't miss this next segment. We're going to talk about what requirements are there, and there's some big concerns as well, too. Yeah, if you've got millennial children that are having a hard time launching into their <laughs> lives and careers, or they're even moving back home, find out why and how to help your kids gain their independence. Independence being the key word there. And if you plan on traveling, don't miss our last segment where we get the insider tips on how hotels review work, uh, reviews, how the reviews work actually, Mm -hmm. and how to use them to pick the best places to stay on your trip. So Dave, you know, there was a very interesting week. Uh, We, uh, I sat down with a few of our clients and I went through their portfolio and their performance and, and there's a couple things that I kind of want to mention that, that we've been doing that I think the average listener should have when they're sitting down with their advisor. Number one, it's easy to talk about performance. What's the rate of return? Right. Uh, but what does that really mean? What are you comparing your rate of return to? Oh, context, you mean? Yeah. So when someone says, I made 17% return, congratulations. It's great. Good number. But what does that 17% really mean? And so when you take into the context, you have to look at a few things. First of all, is that rate of return meeting your financial planning goals? Now, the problem is most people don't even have a financial plan. Right. So if you don't know where you're going, what is the rate of return going to do for you? Yeah, but everybody would say 17% fits into my financial planning goals. What if it's three? Well, you're saying what if you need three? What if it's 3% as the rate of return? Yeah, I know, but 17 will fit into everybody's goals, right? Sure, sure. So a big number is great. Right. But what if it's a small number? Yeah, but listen, I'm, I'm the risk guy on the team, right? So the context I want to bring to that conversation, which you and I talk about all the time, particularly with clients, is what level of risk do you take yeah, on let, let, in order to get that? You're jumping ahead of my oh, piece sorry. here. Don't steal my thunder, wanna, my okay, friend. Yeah. All right. So the get first to, one get is... Get to the thunder. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> the first part of it is, so what is that, that, that rate of return? 17%, 5%, whatever the number is, what does that, num- that number mean? First of all, compare it against your plan. Are you ahead of plan? Because you could have been down 15% last year. Mm-hmm. You could be up 17% the year after. And then how does that work out? Are you on pace? So are you meeting your financial planning goals? Do you get a check mark for that or do you get an X? The right. second one is you have to compare yourself to certain types of benchmarks. Now, here in Canada, most Canadians will use the TSX. Mm-hmm. Now, if you do not have 100% of your portfolio in Canadian stocks, that's the wrong benchmark. You're not, manag- you're not uh, measuring the manager of the money fairly because you're using some proxy. And I understand the proxy, so it's good to know how you're doing against a proxy. But what you should be doing is based upon your risk tolerance, how would a portfolio be designed? If you are a medium risk or a high risk or a low risk investor, you need to have your risk assessed on what kind of a portfolio that would look like, generally speaking. And are you taking on more return than the risk profile? If that's a yes, check mark for versus your risk profile. Now you have to look at what's the volatility that you're willing to accept to get that rate of return. 
So let's go back to that 17%. Yeah. If you're taking 20 to 30% volatility, which means you could lose 20 to 30% on the downside, is that acceptable given your risk tolerance, given your plan? And, and timeline. Give, and yeah. the timeline. Yeah. That's where you measure all three pieces to say, is, am I doing the right thing? Well, you know, you know, uh, you make a really interesting point here, and uh, maybe just to add on to that conversation, we, we've got a demographic in Canada now, but in the Western developed world generally, that's gotten rich before it's gotten old, right? So you think about when somebody was 30 years old, um, you didn't have much money. You didn't put a lot of time and thinking to this. Fast forward now, you're 60, or this demographic is 60 years old. They have a lot of money. And, and what I find interesting is, an individual, the way they approach their investing versus the way an institution approaches investing. Like a pension plan. Like a pension plan. A pension plan actually starts with a risk conversation first. So they try to determine as a board and as an investment committee what level of risk they're prepared to take on. And then they model what rate of return they can expect. And you might have a range of risk and return projections, right? There's a continuum that they, that they take a look at. So when you look at risk, Dave, I think one thing that people should realize is what could cause this to to blow up. Yeah. I think that's the, that's the question. What are the issues that could happen that could really damage my portfolio, my savings, my hard-earned money? That's the question. That's what every pension plan does. And that's what so the word risk is very ambiguous. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It depends on it depends on what what you want. Like I think you know it depends. Same with the degree of pain; it's variable, right? So the variable of risk is not a good metric. What you have to understand is can you take what issues will happen to 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 really blow up your portfolio, and can you handle those those risks? And if not, how do you how do you adjust? And are they temporary or permanent? And you know, there's like you said, there's a big continuum there that that people need to understand. But here's what I'm advocating, and I think the conversations. that we're having right now and with clients is it's you cannot it's not as simple anymore because of the amount of money that these people have and what that money has to do for them there's no you can't recover now if you're retired there's no new money coming in it's i think important for people to educate themselves about the risk side we all intuitively know yeah. there's a relationship between risk and return correct but we never had as our industry and i'll fault our industry for this We've never had the risk conversations. We're always just talking about plain return, and you're talking about short-term. And I I say this time and time again. In the absence of risk, return is the only conversation you'll have. So when when you have two people living side by side, and they're mowing the lawn right by the fence, and they talk to each other, and they say, hey, how is your portfolio doing? And the one guy says, I made 10%, and the other guy says, I made 20%. The instant reaction is, I want that portfolio. Right. What is never discussed, because people don't know about this, is how much risk are you taking to get that 20? Are you willing to give up half of your portfolio to get that 20% when I'm taking maybe 5% downside risk to get the 10? There's a big difference. People always talk about an absolute number and don't talk about the underlying risk behind Mm. it. And I'm the stock guy saying this. (laughs) But I have seen people lost lots of money trying to chase after big returns when they can just lose less. And you'll make more. <laughs> yeah, o- what a novel over- concept. Yeah, and this this of course assumes a time frame, right? So um, I also love the the return. Con- not all return is created equally from a risk perspective. Number one, and that can actually be modeled and measured, and so on and so forth. The other thing is, 
it's not about a one-year return, particularly in retirement, right? In retirement, we are focused on a glide path that takes you from the day you call it quits, right, or whatever you define as retirement, to the day that you transition that wealth to the next generation. And we hope to God that that is a long period of time, yes. right? So what we can't afford to do is to take a short-term look at a short-term win or a loss. And I, and I, would, cite, I would cite that. I, I always love the, I, I hear regularly about the big wins. I never hear about the big losses, right? And you don't get one without the other. You yeah. can't hit home runs without striking out most of the time. It's just the way it is, yeah. right? That's the law of averages. It's yeah. the law of averages. And we're going to talk about this at our seminar on Tuesday, May 16th, 7 p.m. at the Crowfoot Co-op Wine and Spirits. You need to reserve your seats. Give us a call at 966-8400, 966-8400, or go to our website at morethemoneyradio.com. Okay, well, join us after the break to hear about your requirements as an executor, which might even affect who you choose as your own. You're listening to News Talk 770 and More Than Money. David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.